Do you still have a Christmas tree up, Mike? Shut up. I was gonna I was gonna wait. I was gonna wait. I can't just have a fucking tree. What makes your plants better than mine, plantist? Mine are dead. <laughs> we always start uh every episode with a safe word. So Mike, what is your safe word? X. X. Like X. It's an E and X. That's a full word. No, nothing's wrong. Don't grammar no, shape. Nothing wrong. And welcome back to What's Your Safe Word? <laughs> I'm Amp. You're <laughs> <laughs> inferior, Amp. What? Nothing, was nothing wrong with that. Would you like to explain? <laughs> No, I, mean, I just, I, I, the trailer for X on the Beach came out. It's the only thing on my head right now. X. Uh, oh, E-X. Yes. Okay. okay. What, like a letter. The, like, yeah, I'm, oh. yeah. Yeah. Well, X. What do I have to, why don't we like, change it? Is it not good enough? No, no, it's great. And uh, <laughs> today I've got a guest if you haven't already guessed. Mike, which if you have, if you, if you don't, if you're not on the, if you, Mike, welcome to the show. <laughs> yep. Great. It's going great. <laughs> I forget what a soft boy you are. What's that? Oh, supposed a little to soft. Mean? What's that? Supposed you're to like mean? a you're you you're like a little soft boy because you have like such a like rugged like dangerous like exterior kind of because like, in that BDSM like kind of fun kink world you wouldn't think that like it's easy to intimidate you but <laughs> I can just yell at you. <laughs> I am I am I'm a very sensitive person, Mike. Okay, as much as I as much bet. as. I get I, I don't know if you go through this as and this is actually a pretty good segue. Y'all, Mike's on the show. Our friend Mike from from Hi. the messy pod, but also Mike's own social medias. Mike Woo. Twitch you twitch sometimes you, you twitch a lot, but I, like you go on to I Twitch. I stopped sometimes. twitching, but we'll talk about why. We'll talk about oh. why. Oh. I quit Twitch. I quit. The Scandal. drama. The drama. The drama. Um. <laughs> But a good friend of the show and content creator who I appreciate and enjoy not only the content, but the vibes of, who I've actually still never met to this day. Which is because we, I think we officially started to meet like right before the pandemic started. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now that we're on the tail end, it's just, you haven't been down here. Are you going to go to VidCon? Any chance? That's not even on my rate. When is VidCon? I don't even know. It's in this summer. It's kind of oh, okay. almost spring, right? It's, is it springtime? Sure. Yeah. Spring. Well, you reach out to them. Me and Mac are going. Me and Mac, I got we got our passes. You should go. Okay, I'll I'll put it in my I'll put it in my my notes for my manager. Yes. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's going well too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> me and Aunt might have the same manager. <laughs> We're, do we have this? Does that make us like the same? We have the same daddy. Do you <gasps> call them your daddy? Kinda. No, I don't call him daddy, but I could. I call him money daddy. <laughs> it's all the same thing. He's my sugar daddy in the best form. So for those that don't know, though, Mike, do you have like a, an elevator speech for like who you are, what you do, and like how you fell into the internet? Oh, I fell into the internet? Or I mean, like forcefully? Oh. <laughs> you, you could be the one penetrating the internet if you want, but like... <laughs> Oh, I became, I mean, I do, I guess now I've niched, met, this past year I niche my content. So I guess I'm like a, um, a comedic online bartender, which I'm not a mixologist. I'm not like a good bartender. I just do, like, I feel bad saying I'm a bartender because I just kind of do stuff with alcohol. But the amount of times I go back and watch my videos and I almost want to take them down. I'm like, that's not right. Like, Aww. that's not right. That's not right. Like, you'll see me telling people not to, like, do certain things with ice or mix ingredients. And I'll go back to my videos, like, a year ago, and I'm doing all those things that I critique people for. And I'm like, you hypocrite piece of shit <laughs> all the time. But I don't care. It's just kind of like, I, I feel like I do comedy, and my medium is uh, bartending and alcohol. Like, you know how some kind of drag queens are singers? Some are actors, some are dancers, and drag is like their medium. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like that. Because anybody could teach you how to make a mojito. I try to, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, but I'll talk about boners while I do it. You know what I mean? It's kind of just like I, I use it as like a medium for comedy. Yeah. yeah. It, it It's how we use like sex and kink in the same way. Like we could be playing yes. Jenga, but we're going to make it like raunchy and talk about the one time we put a Jenga block in someone's asshole, you know? Yes. Thank you. That sounds like a great time, by the way. Well... If the Jenga block doesn't have a flare, don't put it up there, you know? A flare. <laughs> do you could ever play like, oh my God, if I ever had a partner, this is going to get so sad. If I ever had a partner, I would do like sex Jenga. Is that a thing? That could be merch on AMP. 
Okay, y'all. Well, you've, 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 you've found uh, Mike's first flaw is that he hasn't watched this week's video. So, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> No. It came out yesterday. You're good. You're not in no. trouble. <laughs> okay. Well, one thing you have to know is I am so, like, if I, I'm bad at watching my friends. Oh, stuff. I'm giving like you a hard Blake, time. Blake and you. I told Mac, I can't, I don't watch Mac either. What I will do is when I'm editing, I'll put your your videos on in the background on the playlist and just put it on mute and like, while I edit so I can see your face. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I watch my friends. Watch time. Yeah. Well, I watch. <laughs> <laughs> give the watch time i'm like Let's let me support YouTube red <laughs> but i don't like i don't really watch youtube anymore i just mm -hmm. i don't know there's is there any like youtubers that you follow like we used to because we used to be friends of fans of grace mm -hmm. well, which so by that, the way go ahead yeah. go ahead oh i was gonna say that's actually a great like segue into like talking about like how you got into the content and like who inspires you but i know that like you and i share a lot of the same like memory heart grace helbig yes. tyler oakley yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of any like there was what Connor Franta was a person. Uh, I'm I was trying never to think into of Connor Franta. He seemed he always he was too vanilla for me. I felt like there was a layer of phoniness there. Well, I just like, think they were real. very soft boy. They're a soft boy. Very soft boy. But look, look what came up on my memories in 2014. <gasps> Is that picture with you and Grace? <laughs> yes, oh, I drove all the way God. to Florida for that. <laughs> I got, yes. And I look Aww. so terrible, but I it comes up on my notifications in 2014, almost 10 years ago. I was at Playlist Live. So if you ever do cons, you know, be aware of who's at your meet and greets because they might be doing shit one day. Absolutely. Like I've met I've met a few. I see, I don't go to all these conventions. What's funny is I go to every single kink convention. Like our mm -hmm. our May and April are booked with just kink convention-y things, but I've never been okay. to a playlist. I've never been to a Twitch con. I've never been to a number of different things. And I just, I don't know. It was, I, I haven't recently, I used to when I first started YouTube back when I would avidly watch people, but it was also because that was back when I lived in Jersey or went to school in South Carolina where no like, internet stuff wasn't cool. So it was like the only place I can go to be like, oh, this, like everyone here thinks this stuff's cool or meet my online friends. Now I live in LA. My online friends are my real life friends. Hmm. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That was like the only escape I had to do that kind of stuff. And now I guess there hasn't really been a need to go. And because I'm a little old, <laughs> like I'm, yeah, I'm fully going to be 30. Yeah, I'm going to be a 30 year old man. <laughs> it was a stretch back when I was like 20. And that, you know what I mean? Like VidCon and playlists, if I'm not invited to like work or do that kind of stuff, is it, I don't, I, I shouldn't be in a place where there's kids in middle school. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially as someone who I just want to get drunk in the hotel and party with friends. Mm -hmm. Maybe not the venue for that. We can go to a bar instead by my house. Yeah. And so maybe <laughs> that's probably why I've never been as like, I, you and Mac, and what, Mac's like, what, 25, 26? How old is Mac? He, in? Mac's like 26. I'm such a bad friend. <laughs> well, okay, regardless, regardless, not the point, not the point. You, you're over here, like, turning 30. I just turned 32, so I'm like, I don't feel like playlist is the the place for me. No, it's also all TikTok and people. It's not YouTube anymore. Fair. But hold on to those balls because today's sponsor, Manscaped, is sure to make sure whether you got balls or not, you're making sure to take care of that hair and get you out of a hairy situation. <laughs> Have you all started your spring cleaning yet? Maybe the carpets need cleaning, the drapes need a bit of dusting, or just the lawn needs a bit of mowing? Well, with today's sponsor, you are sure to not only get a good lawn mowing, but get one of the best tools on aisle five that'll also apply towards your pants. But today's sponsor, Manscaped. To start off with your cleaning, the Manscaped Lawnmower 4. Point. Oh my God, you just listen to that, ooh. And with the perfect performance package specifically from Manscaped, you're not only gonna get the Lawnmower 4.0, but you can also get the Weed Whacker, which is the lovely nose and ear trimming kit, or maybe even the Shears, which is a wonderful travel tool kit for your nails to make sure that you're always filed down. With that Lawnmower 4.0, you're not only gonna be able to see the weeds before you whack them, but it has an on-off switch that is travel safe, and it, it makes sure that you're not going to cause any unwanted nicks with some wonderful travel guards, and they're actually adjustable, so you can click it. And we're giving you some ASMR. Are you ready for a better hair care set? <laughs> 
And whether you're cleaning your hair down there, inside your nose, or getting rid of some of the bats in the cave, it's also important to make sure that you are reviving the hair, the follicles, the skin. You can use the Crop Preserver, the Crop Reviver, and maybe even get the Ball Wipes, which honestly, I was, honestly, honestly, I'm telling you right now, I was not sure what to expect. I used it and my balls were nice. Do you like nice balls? And brand new, you also have the Plow 2.0. I mean, I don't mind getting plowed, but it's actually a shaver for your face to finish up and make sure you have a crystal clean cut. And last but not least, the start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. So Manscaped has been partnering with the actual Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, making sure we're raising money for men's health and detecting cancer early. So Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common kinds of cancer for men age 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of the We Save Balls initiative. And as a puppy, we also love balls here. So smell nice and musky and possibly even the freshest you've ever been with Manscaped by using offer code WATS20 at manscaped.com, getting 20% off, free shipping, and making sure you get that perfect performance package. Now back to the podcast. Are you on TikTok? You're on TikTok. I am, but I don't, I'm thinking about, so let's talk about that. Like internet okay. content, like <laughs> creating shit. Like how do you navigate that world? Cause like YouTube back in the day, back in my day when I started it was popping. Everyone was on it and I'm still on yep. it. We still create, I still enjoy yep. it, but it's such yep. a different platform and such a different algorithm and beast where like if you're not posting a short and doing your little reels and and posting videos on youtube like you're not being recommended as often as you used to you know no i in my stuff like a year ago right now my shit was doing great and you know Same. it's kind of like i i feel like now i'm i'm thinking my views are worse than they were a year ago which you wouldn't think because i got more of a following and stuff mm -hmm. like that but i'm i'm not doing the shorts i'm not doing that because i don't there's already Instagram stories and then there's Instagram reels and then there's TikToks and then mm -hmm. now there's YouTube short and like do I just post the same thing everywhere and what if it's not good because if you're not a short algorithm it's going to affect your videos and your videos are going to be affected by whether or not you're posting shorts yep. so I just started being like I'm just going to do this and stop stressing out about it like yeah, I, it, it's kind of like the, the worst thing a content creator could do is get fixated on trying to figure out what works and what doesn't and when like, you know, your stuff goes down, you're, it's not doing as well as you should. I just figured, like, that's not my problem. As long as I'm able to, like, support myself and do what I need to do, let's just, create like, focus on creating the content because everything else is just going to distract you. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. Especially, like, and I'm I'm full-time content now, which which you, you're, you're a full-time creator now, right? Is that how you describe yourself? Yeah. You're kind of, you're, been, you're figuring it out. It's been my first official year, I think, in the beginning of last month is I've been a like a just a content creator for a full year Congrats. because before then I was editing for other people and I was bartending I don't actually I haven't been a bartender since before the pandemic like I don't work for people anymore I just kept getting fired <laughs> <laughs> well from from more than just your your bartending jobs because you've been on like television as well but mm -hmm. I'd actually that like was, to no go ahead if, they fired me for story. That was bullshit. We all knew it was bullshit, uh -huh. but they couldn't say it was bullshit. I'm like, I'm not really fired. This is a nude beach. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Everyone shut up. And I did the best. They needed to make a dramatic finale, and I was just like the sacrifice for it. But who cares? That show didn't come back, so yeah, fuck them. <laughs> and we talked a little bit about that, the, 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 the beach club. We don't even need to say her name. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Homegirl. We talked about her last Homegirl. time I did your show. Yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> um, but actually, to that, like, so you've you've been a bartender for a long time, and your content revolves around drinks and mm. whatnot. But something that, like, I specifically want to like sit down and talk to you about was like your experience with your content recently, because you've been, I think, getting ready and getting in good shape, but also mm. have been somewhat sober recently, or like fully sober. How do you how do you describe it? I have been California sober, so I still smoke weed. <laughs> I, but I don't smoke a lot because I'm also on a, a crazy diet right now. Uh, for you don't two, want the munchies. <laughs> I don't. I, I can't get the munchies because then I will just I will just break and I'll get like twenty insomnia cookies and I can't do that. Like I'm a, I love to eat, so um, I've been doing that. But the sobriety thing was more like I think I'm almost at the tail end of it. I'm gonna start casually drinking more, maybe only in my videos. Mm -hmm. 
because uh, I like I'm learning a lot of things, which has been good. Hmm. Um, I'm afraid I feel like part of me feels like it was important to talk to people about it, to have like a sense of realness. And I feel like it connects with a lot of people. But it's also been weird because now I feel like I've opened up Pandora's box because people don't get it. Sometimes I think they think I genuinely have a problem, especially because when I went on a reality show, I said I was going to rehab. I feel like people think I'm actually an addict. Mm. And I, I was like, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not addicted to alcohol. I wasn't doing anything that. I think I was just partying a little too much and I wanted to reflect, which is something I think everybody should do. I feel like going, you know, doing sober time and reflect is good, whether you have an issue or not. I was just trying to promote moderation on my thing because I promote alcohol, I promote partying. What I also want to promote is taking care of yourself at the same time. That's fair. So yeah, it was. I think I'm at the tail end, and I'm afraid because when I start drinking again, I know people are going to be like, "Oh, he's lost it, guys! Intervene, <laughs> text him, call the cops. Michael's off the sh- off his shit again." No, I just oh. <laughs> like I needed to chill a little bit and and alcohol wasn't my problem it was the things I was doing or like saying yes to when I was drunk that was caught it it causes me a lot of problems because um I talked about like past traumas and stuff like that when I get drunk I will participate in behavior that I feel like is good at the moment but then when I sober up and I realize what I did though that behavior triggers me and it, set, it, it affects depression and all those kinds of things. And I'm like, if getting drunk when I go out and doing these things is making me feel this way, it's not worth it. So let me, you know, reflect, regain my shit and then like learn how to move forward from here. That's basically it. No, I, I get that. But I, I wonder, because like, so like we do, we I have other podcasts and content that I help to produce here. And like, it's with queer people, older, older gay men and like, we even have people on like the panel it's called on guard it's a podcast but there are people on that panel that are sober and they'll talk about their experience being a queer gay man who's sober who also goes to the bars now he's not a bartender but i'm sure that's an interesting dynamic of like people just expect you to go to a bar drink get drunk and then like what happens fuck. if you're not yeah yeah, yeah right <laughs> what happens if you're fuck. not you're just chilling you're just vibing like it, well it kind of re- made me realize the tone that i set for myself to, that like the tone I set on what was acceptable and what wasn't acceptable. Mm. Like um, when I go out, if, like I know when you're sober, you notice a lot more what's going out to you. You notice that, oh, this person's only trying to talk to you because they want to hook up with you or this person's just touching me too much or the, mm. the thing, the way they talk to you, the things they say when I'm sober and I recognize it and I call them out like, hey, don't smack my ass or like, don't grab me like that. Or no, I don't want to go home with you. I'm just like trying to sit here and vibe. Mm-hmm. People get like pissed. Cause you're not on the same like wavelength. And I'm like, okay, well then you were never really my friend. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sure. You just like the decisions I make when I'm drunk. Um, but it does, it does help because obviously queer spaces, it's very, there's a lot of anxiety. I'm sure, you know, like when you go out, sometimes you need the cocktail to fucking just relax. I'm more of a pot person. And then I'll like sip really? on one drink for like hours. Yeah. I will Tell sip on one drink about for this. hours. Okay. How do you smoke and go to a place where a lot is going on? I could never. You find the right strain of pot. You got to find, I like a hybrid. I can't do an indica, obviously, because it gets, you get a little too sleepy. I can't do a, a high, like, sativa, because I tend to get a little neurotic, you know? But, but see, no matter if it's indica, a hybrid, or a sativa, it all affects me the same. I just get tired, and I don't want to talk. What? No. Same. You, you need to find a good. to God. No. no, no. Uh-uh. no. I buy it at the weed store. <laughs> you don't get it from your Christmas tree behind you? Let's talk about that, Mike. Let's talk Back about up. that. No, you wanna, okay, you want to find I've been, I've been hoping you would bring it up for a fucking minute. You want to talk about it? It's a St. Patrick's Day tree. It is green. <laughs> the ornaments are green and white. It is a St. Patrick's Day tree. Everyone get fucked. And the real reason is because my roommate put it up and I'm too lazy to take it down. So until he takes it down, it's going to stay up because I'm not doing it. I, just I didn't put it up. so heated. Because everybody comments. I'm like, wait, it's a fake plant. I can't have a tree. I want a tree. Now I want to be petty and just leave it up 24-7 and be like, it's, it's, next it's going to be a 4th of July tree. Have you Watch. redecorated it? I could. Okay, well... Right is St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day is St. Patrick's Day problematic, Mike? 
You kept asking every video if it was problematic. You know what? No one ever told me it was, but I don't think it is. But I just like to do this thing where it's kind of like when you say no offense before an insult. I called it out. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> if it is, I do not know. Or I don't think it is because I'm Irish. I'm not offended by it. But if you call it out ahead of time, it's kind of like you acknowledge that this could potentially be an issue. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, okay, all right. I like that. You're, you're, what do you call it? You're priming the audience. You're, you're, you're foreshadowing that you're going to say something that could be seen as offensive. And so therefore hitting the shit out of it before they yeah. someone else can. And I'm kind of like an Irish stereotype in a way. <laughs> so it's like, he's angry and he's drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety percent sorry, of Irish people. <laughs> our, our huge Irish audience, I apologize uh, for Mike. Uh, and Dublin is one tree. of his top demographic cities. Shit, um, no. Not, not the Dublin people. No, please. <laughs> the Dublin. Uh, but but uh, how, do you, how do you create the content then? You, you 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 like to be a little controversial in the stuff that you do or how you act sometimes. And I really don't think you're a controversial person. I just I think you, be. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the show comes out. <laughs> Please. Um, but no, I kind of I just I react to stuff instead. I people seem to like when I react to bar- bartending stuff and I can just give good opinions. I don't have to actually like make this stuff. If that's a thing, or I just get somebody else to do it. The only thing that's tough with that is I have to find somebody else to do it. And my poor roommate, I just use him as a lab rat. I have him drink <laughs> everything I make. But I think what I'm going to do is I think I've, I've officially done a month sober. And what I've, I've learned, I'm going to do a video on like what I've learned versus like the effects it had on me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to start easing my way back into drinking where like I might just like taste my cocktails or if I'm doing a taste testing, I'll do like those kind of videos. But I, what was tough was because I would leave for these shows and I would have to be like, okay, I'm not going to be have access to a phone for five weeks. So on top of the content I'm making in real time, I need to make 10 YouTube videos in three weeks. So I would be bulk filming five a day. So in those videos where I'm like, it's 10 a.m. and I filmed five videos and I'm losing my mind. You've, you've literally gone through it by, by video I, three. Dude, I'm like wasted. But like, that's why I'm like, I'm going to start easing back into drinking a little bit. And I think what I'm going to do is continue to try to stay sober when I'm out at the bars, because that was my real thing. My problem isn't like not being able to control drinking or the videos. It was, it was more, I needed to get my behavior in check when I went out. That's makes any sense no it does it does well so like i used to i used to be like a go-go dancer in seattle when i was doing uh adult work for most of my paycheck i didn't have a full-time job like go-go dancing and doing event stuff like the imls and and whatnot the leather and kink stuff was fun um but i'd be go-go dancing every weekend sometimes twice a week Mm -hmm. and like at a bar you're 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 drinking you're getting shots from people you are it's not bartending but it's a very similar kind of crowd and how you're reacting to people yes and it wasn't that, like, I was doing anything really bad. It was just, like, kind of like, ugh, I don't like this feeling of always being intoxicated every night. I don't like drinking yeah. too much. I just don't think that this is a good idea. And mm-hmm. it, it's a different it's a different crowd. It's not people that want to get to know you when you're working in a bar scene. It's people that want to get into your pants or get a drink yes. or touch your butt or or tip you with, like, the, the minimum, you know, just to get up in there, you know. Number oh, of... Yeah bachelorette's girls fingers that have been in my asshole far too many <laughs> far too hopefully many not for free hopefully not for free well a dollar's a dollar i guess but not a not I, I, i'm not giving it to them for a dollar mike they're they're oh. they're providing the dollar and then they think that it's okay to then slip the finger no uh-uh uh-uh. You know what I will say? The people think that they could harass men a lot more than they think they could harass women. Like for some reason, we all could mm. rally behind the idea that harassment is bad, but it's mainly we don't see that it's like possible to harass men. I guess like mm-hmm. the way women at like these like um, male stripper shows or when girls come to the gay bars are so grabby and like they'll grab your dick and they'll touch your ass and they'll do all this. And, and the way gay men treat each other, where well, they'll do the same thing, but we would never do that to a woman. Or like, mm-hmm. I know it does happen. Obviously, I'm not going to be big pretend it doesn't. But I feel like it's it's more accepted sometimes where they don't feel like it's a bad thing to do to men because they're men. <laughs> when yeah. Harassment, no matter what way you look at it, is terrible. Like, consent is a thing. <laughs> oh, you don't got to tell me about that. No, <laughs> and like, no. we're not saying women aren't allowed in the bar, obviously. Like, no, everyone's welcome. Come in. It's a matter of respect and consent. And the second that you disrespect the space by being 
way too messy or pretending like you're part of the bar when this might just be like a stop on your bar crawl. Like you gotta be, you gotta be respectful in that regard. And I'm sure you have plenty of stories. (laughs) I'm not a zoo. Like I'm not a zoo. It's it's not a feeding zoo. You're not going to come in and touch me and don't feel entitled to touch me. I'm not a theme. Like girls sometimes just want to go to the gay bar because they think it's a fun theme. Where what I've said in videos, like you have to understand that historically, this is a safe haven for people. Once upon a time, this is the only place we had to come. Mm-hmm. because we didn't have an option to go anywhere else. So now yeah. you want to come into my place and reduce it to like a cute theme because you didn't want to deal with the boys at your bar. Bullshit. No one's bothering you at those bars anyway. <laughs> well, and like, yeah, no, we don't have those. Like, we used to have bathhouses to do that kind of shit, but now even the bathhouses aren't aren't there to socialize anymore. Like, you don't get Bette Midler running up in the bathhouse on a Friday <laughs> to sing a few ballads like she used to. Now you have, like, all the gays just wanting to have sex and have tons of drugs. Is that is that... Is there like fun bathhouses? I am so turned off by them because, and this mm. might've been, I guess, just my bad experiences, but when I was younger doing all the crazy shit, they, I don't know, they were all just, it was just like sex orgies and drugs. Is there um, any, is there any that are just more normal? And it was never anyone that was good. It was all like creepy people on drugs. Like there was never like, oh, that person's so hot at the, at the bathhouse. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like. I know what you mean. I back in my day, back in my day, back in my I, day. I would work events at the bathhouses and there were bathhouses where it was like a steamworks in Chicago where you're hired for an hour long sex shoot and you're having sex with a person and they might like yeah. put it on their streaming steamworks site and you get yeah. paid for that. And then you leave because it's just a bunch of people wanting to have sex and it's not really cute and it's loud mm-hmm. music. There's no socializing. But then there's also been events where like. I was hired for a thing at what's called Flex Spa, which is a bit more of a hotel kind of bathhouse experience. Like they have hotel rooms that have like satellite and microwaves and showers and bathrooms. Oh, and that like, sounds cool. Yeah, you book like a hotel room for the weekend. And yeah. then there's there's like a lazy river and scene room and sauna and a workout room. And you can have oh, sex cool. in there if you want. If you and want. then there's like a bar, you know, where you can like get food and drink. Yeah, so there's like different places, but... More often than not, it's the it's the first option where it's loud music, dark rooms, and you feel you feel a little like eh, afterward. You don't yeah. feel fulfilled. Yeah, I feel like it just I, a a lot of gay spaces were just ruined for me because like stuff like I feel like I can't not like I I feel like where there's like high sex, high drug use, anything like that, I can't go to mm-hmm. not because I have any judgments or preconceived notions about it, just because they trigger the shit out of me, just because of Michael's yeah. life. Gays weren't very good to me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Sorry. I do. So no, but it's 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 kind of weird. That's another thing why like being sober has been good because I haven't I can't do like the drugs anymore. Same. <laughs> like, the, like, the pot's the only thing I do. Pot is then. if it grows out the ground, I don't consider it a drug. Pot and shrooms, I'm fine. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> that is fine. I've never had a bad experience on that, but like. Like everybody's complaining about gas right now. I'm like, you guys spend more than that on a Sunday fun day and you shoot it up your nose. Like, what are you talking about? Why are you complaining? Priorities. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I do. What is going on? But I don't know. I, I feel like it, that kind of stuff triggers me sometimes, but I want to find more queer spaces that like I could immerse myself in. You ever you tried the I mean? kink community? No, see, that's at the amp. See, amp. That's what I'm talking. about. <laughs> I think would be so bad for me. Really? Yes, cur- I don't yeah, know why, why. Why? I'm curious. I'm curious. And this is no judgment. This is obviously like discussion, conversation zone. Because stuff like being tied up or like that kind of like rough mm. kind of play, that kind of thing, I feel would just. There's a lot of things that Michael hasn't worked through. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. the thing that happens is some like the last time, and I'm not even kidding, I'm gonna be completely candid on the thing. The last time, I think years ago, I ever did any kind of like drug use or had wanted to have like, a, and I'm not saying kink has anything to do with drug use, but the thing sure. I, 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 it kind of made me in a, in a mindset where I wanted to try to be kinky. And I don't know what happened, but I got so triggered that mm. I ran out of this person's house, no shirt, no shoes in the middle of the day down fountain <laughs> down fountain in Santa Monica just like sprinting home and I was just Aww. so scared and then I got home and I'm just like I can't do this I don't know what's wrong and I don't even think it's a problem until it is so the, the thing is maybe if I found a partner who wanted to like experiment on what was okay and what wasn't 
mm-hmm. cool, but kind of like group activity where Michael could have an emotional outburst and that he can't explain that just makes him look crazy to everyone around him. That's not. <laughs> yeah, I get that. No, I, I get I get that reservation, especially when it comes to like drugs and whatnot. But like yeah. to play devil's advocate, like we went to the Eagle yesterday, which I don't know if does LA still have an Eagle? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, they do. Um, our Eagle is definitely a little bit bigger, has more outdoor space. It's super chill. But like there's a huge part of like the, the kink crowd that goes out to the beer bust at the Eagle on Sundays that are just smoking a cigar or, you know, smoking, yeah, smoking some pot. There's people that aren't drinking whatsoever. And that's 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 the community to me. It's not a sex yeah. party, you know, like, yeah, there's 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 kink community parties that are all about the sex. There's places just for that. But even then, like we have things called like munches, which are almost like food, like like uh, potlucks. But that but, I would go to. But yeah, that. but like you don't have to get stuffed. Well, you could still. Well, yeah, stuff, well, stuff doesn't well, mean um, you set that up. You set that. Up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's a super casual. Like what that part of the king community is meant to be like introductory and chatting and meeting people and learning and like not about drugs because I'm gonna be the first person to be like, don't be on drugs, please. If you're gonna do any bondage or kink or anything, that's just dangerous. That's asking yeah, for a, a bad time. I also think I just need to go to therapy and get through things because like, I love myself a good daddy. I'll say that right now. I love myself a good, nice daddy mm-hmm, moment. Mm-hmm. I I have had experiences where that will trigger me just in that it sense. Even my own, I was at home visiting my family the other day. My dad came over and put his hand, and I don't know it was him behind me, my own father put his hand on my, sh- my shoulder. And I'm like, he jumped like that. <laughs> and he was like, are you okay? Like just interactions like that. It's just mm. shit I need to work out with, which is why people, People are always like, Mike must be so sexually active. He must be doing all these crazy things or he must be wild in bed. No, no, it is so not good. <laughs> it is so bad. Like people want to know, what is Mike like bottoming? You ever see that fucking, um, that hippopotamus in the kiddie pool vine that just rocking, it's making a mess? No. <laughs> Google it. That's what it is. <laughs> It's just me laughing. It's like imagine getting fucked by a squeaky toy. That's what sex is with me. Is like. So there's a I mm, there's a kink for that. But yeah, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of inflatables? There's people no. like go, they're like in the inflatable suits and they're like literally a giant inflatable toy for a pool. But they're just like their arms are like kind of pinned like that. Their legs are pinned like that, and they're like just like it's like a gym what? suit inside of an inflatable toy. No, I feel like if I, I've never heard of that. I feel like if there's a kink that I, I would never, I, honestly, weird kinks. I want to, I want to do a whole video on you where you explain weird kinks to me. And if I, if I haven't heard of it, I have to take a shot or something. Like that. Oh, That'd Mike, be, you would die. Mike, I you would, would die. die. Would die. Um, but I'm down. <laughs> I'm so down. See, um, no, but like, okay. Uh, sorry. Did you have, did you have a follow up there? I have no. a question. I, I want to answer the question. I, was, I wanted to point uh-huh. out the only thing, the only kind of kink I think I could ever get into would, would be like some kind of like voyeuristic shit. Like I could feel like I could get off of oh, maybe yeah. a being, I could be watched. It's like a show off sure. thing. Yeah. Do you know? Like if I, if I didn't care about my online presence and brand deals and I could be one of these boys on OnlyFans, oh, I think I would love that. But I can't. <laughs> That's interesting. Especially from a brand perspective. And I'm, I want to get into that. But first I want to like, so like, <laughs> Last time we talked to you, I think this was like what mid COVID, maybe a year and a half ago. At this point, it feels like forever ago, but it was only yeah. like a year ago. We were talking about your experience and like how you're navigating the 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 LGBTQ plus perspective because you you've been you've been figuring yourself out. You've had your journey. Um, mm. How do you identify now, or how are you identifying? Oh, I hate identifying at, at all, but I feel okay. like I always I always said bye. Because the thing is, like, I always change or like don't mm. feel the same every other day. I never feel straight. Let me get that out of the way. Some people think I'm in denial, guys. I'm not straight. I will. I know that for a fact. Oh. <laughs> but I say most commonly, I feel like bi would be good. But sometimes pan, I guess, would be more, a better thing okay. to say or fluid. Just because I feel like at this point in my life, there's nothing that I want to say. I there's no way I could be attracted to that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, because you're you're just open. You don't you, you've been is that because you've been surprised by things that you've been into or open to? Yeah, like I remember okay. um 
there was a, a YouTuber that I, they make they make a lot more controversial videos now that I don't really necessarily agree with, but we used to be friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and nothing that we're not friends. They just don't agree with some of their ideals and politicals stuff. Um, uh, they had a video about bisexuals dating trans women. And oh, they no. basically showed me, a, and they wanted my opinion on it. And they, and they showed me a video of, a, of someone basically saying that if you don't want to have sex with me, then you're transphobic. And my whole thing, that became a consent issue for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, that's not true. No one is owed sex. I'm like, I personally am, I said in the video, like, I don't think I'm personally attracted to trans people at my current state. And I don't think that makes me transphobic because I love trans people. Cut to a year later, I'm now on X on the Beast with supermodel Arise Wander, who's like a beautiful black trans woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who is one yeah. of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my entire life, whether or not we get along. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. Um, and she knows it. And that's something I didn't see coming. Do you know what I mean? But like sometimes you just meet somebody that does it for you and, and puts things into perspective. And I feel like in this world, like how could you ever say, I, there's no way I would ever want to be into someone like that. You haven't met everybody in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. And I know a lot of gay men who would totally hook up with a girl, but also I feel like sex doesn't define um, sexuality. I feel like emotions mm. do more, if that makes sense. Does it? Oh, absolutely. Well, Mike, you're talking to someone who's like demisexual. And that's why like, I ask because like, yeah. for me, when I go to a bar, it's never about the sex. It's never about sex. It is always about socializing for me or dancing if I still go somewhere. But mm-hmm. alcohol's fun. I don't mind drinking. But I'm going to like maybe smoke some pot, hang out with people that I have intentionally said, hey, we're going to the beer bus today. Would you like to come? And, you know, or seeing people just that I know will probably be at the bar and socializing with them. Like that's that's what I go to a bar for, whether it's on a Friday night or a Sunday afternoon. You, you, and, Mac would be, you and Mac would be best friends at the bar. Oh, I, I, because <laughs> that's what he does. He does the same thing. We are so polar opposites on how we navigate social situations. It makes it so like we can't even go out to bars sometimes. Oh, because, because I'm up here mm-hmm. talking and energy, and then Max just like me. That's me. It me. <laughs> and it if me. too many people talk to him, he leaves. Oh, <laughs> like okay. Maybe I'm more in between then. But like when I go to the bar, people are like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm just, I'm just there with my face. Like, I'm on for six hours at a time on Twitch. I'm on yeah. for another three hours whenever we like film a thing. Like, mm-hmm. me at a bar is me chilling and vibing, and like, I'm not trying to to be a, like imposing or seem as if I don't want to talk to you. I'm just like, I'm chilling, and I'm probably a little stoned." Yeah, and see, that's fine. I wish I could do that. I'm a person that I'm already always tired. And if, <laughs> if, if I smoke, it makes my anxiety worse because I feel like I need to be on and I can't. My, my, my thing of choice was always anything that could give me energy. But I've, I've screwed my receptors so bad that I could have like nine Red Bulls. It's still just nothing. <laughs> Not, nothing. So my thing is I'm always just like probably having a Red Bull or craving some kind of energy to talk. <laughs> and I, I trust I, that's why you got to drink at the bar. But um, I, get, I think that's a good point to like shift gears is like you are on a, on a television show that has finally or grandma's mm-hmm. basement has finally opened up. You weren't at yeah, rehab. We prison, grandma's basement. You weren't in prison. <laughs> you were on a show that's called X on the Beach, right? Yes, it's the resurgence of it because season three and four were awful and no one watched. So hopefully this is better. <laughs> well, how was that experience? As talking about someone who's talking about like sex and, and not wanting it maybe spe- specifically at a bar. Like, what can you share with that? Like, what are, what are we getting into with sex? X is on the beach and, and Mike... Well, a lot of people are always like, oh, they, we didn't know they dated. We don't do this and that. I'm like, you guys, I, I correct me if I'm wrong. Have I ever made a video like talking about and naming people that I hook up with or date? I'll talk about like dating life stuff or like why I'm single or why what I've learned about myself in this relationship and, and stuff like that. But I don't talk about personal stuff ever. Like there's people I've dated that you guys don't know about and will never know about because certain things I, I just feel like in my own life I want to keep private. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, yes so. and no. I, I live a very public life, but but only because that's part of like <laughs> well, the sex, the sexuality and like yeah, yeah. Which is no judgment on anyone that doesn't want to be like that. But I've also done TV oh, stuff, it's, it's, so 
Well, it's not, the, it's not the fact that I don't want, I wouldn't want to. It's a lot of people out here, like, don't, don't, they don't want to. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. I feel like every partner I've ever had or whatever has not wanted to be a part of my internet presence thing. And that I kind of just like respect. And I kind of just have mm. adapted that mindset on how it works because I am such like a fuck up already in my own life. As you guys will see on the show, I make enough mistakes as it is. I don't need the pressure of social media making it harder for me to date. <laughs> And so. but okay, but I, I'll challenge that and say, well, then why are you on social media? Because I can't do anything else. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> You're very no, talented. I I'm talented, and the thing is, like, I control what I put on there about me. When it, mm-hmm. when it, the relationship stuff, um, it's it's kind of like I I can't expect other people to be okay with the job that I signed up for. True. Do you know what I mean? I do. So it's it's kind of like I can do social media. I am an open book. I talk about everything about me under the sun. I have no secrets when it's about me. But when it's my relationships with other people where it changes what they want for their own privacy, that's where I adjust. Like, that's why I'm not a vlogger. People are like, you should go out and vlog and this and that. I'm like, you know what's going to make people not want to hang out with me is every time I'm having an intimate moment or I'm at a party and then people are getting wild and crazy and I pull out a fucking camera. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a consent issue right there as well. It is. Look at all these vloggers. They get in so much trouble. And I'm just like, you know, I don't want to. I, I I might be an open book, but other people are not. And that's why I do reality TV, because I feel like I can. People that go on reality TV with secrets are dumb, because I will find out what they are, and I will say them. <laughs> <laughs> well, so how was the experience for you? Because this isn't your first rodeo on TV either. No, I definitely I went on with some proof because like if you guys thought I was going to get a second chance of this and you thought of, if you thought I was going to be boring, you're out of your fucking mind. A lot of people, a lot of fans from other people that are on the show are like, where's this person? Oh, this this ad sucks because it's not enough of this person. If, if your person's not on there, if your fave's not part of the trailer, it's probably because they fucking suck. Like it's because they fucking were not good. <laughs> so it was um, it it. it it deals with relationships and like emotional stuff. So obviously I have a lot of issues with that. So it's a roller coaster. I, I, I have a lot of good moments and then a lot of really, really bad moments that I'm not in control of editing for the first time. So, yeah, I, the only time I've ever done TV, it was with companies I either knew at least enough of or people on the production, mm. or I was helping to write the content for the production. Well, so tell me like, about yours. Well, tell me more about what you're done on TV. Come on, Amp. So what we... <laughs> soft. Um, what <laughs> we've done, we've done like sex educational shows or parts of shows that, and then like specific episodes done around kink and sex. So it was mm-hmm. like, it was like the top, top 10 list, but for sex and kink. And then people like sending in questions about sex and kink and answering those in like a lighthearted sort of well-shot way. Ooh, it, it would have been so good. Sex Life that, After Dark. Yeah. See, it would have been so good to have like people like you come in on our show and like give us lessons for this because a lot of people have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> Especially like me and Arise could say it was in the trailer. Part of our issue was um, the issue of monogamy. And mm. on a straight show where it's like, oh, you're making out with this person. Do you care? Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But if they don't care, it's like, what do you mean? You're making out with somebody and you're not jealous? <gasps> but, and they're like, no, they can do whatever they want. Like, and of course, <laughs> of course, MTV and any other company would take advantage of that and be like, and I mean, I say take advantage, but it's like you take advantage of the the market being like, well, monogamy is the only way, you know? Yes, it, it was. it's hard to navigate, especially because I'm dealing with, I like all genders and all sexualities, but all those relationships are different. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like the dynamic, the dynamics different, completely different. And we also explored. There's a kid on the show who's exploring his sexuality, and um, and he, I had to like explain to him that there is it, it is a spectrum. I, you know what I mean? Like, kind of helping him come to terms with what he is and what he isn't, yeah. uh, and vice versa. And there was a lot of queer people on this cast. I feel like, for the m- most part there was only one straight white male on the entire cast. Interesting. <laughs> Which for an MTV show is like a big deal. But um, it was a lot of fluid people and it was a lot of like, oh, you producers have no idea how to navigate queer relationships. Okay. <laughs> Let oh, me hold your hand. <laughs> sure. So like when you're doing, cause like I, I have a, I, I live in a, a nice house full of gay kinky people. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone's got their own apartment, but like it's the landlord intentionally like make sure good people are moving into the Castro area, you know? Yeah. Um, but he was a producer that used to be on a, a few seasons of RuPaul and did mm-hmm. all of that. So like, you know, you, you hear the stories on the, the YouTube videos that have that one like song in the background the entire time talking about all the ins and outs of like the drama, but you don't, you don't know the drama. You don't know the production of it all. Like, you yeah, know, my, it, there is, is a lot of production behind things, I guess, but everything I did was kind of like real. I know a lot of people don't, they think like, oh, reality TV is fake. I guess in a sense where things I would do on a reality TV show, I would never do in real life. Like, like for example, like um, maybe I wouldn't call you out at lunch if I had, if I could physically leave, but I'm stuck in this house with you for five weeks. Mm-hmm. So that thing normally I wouldn't say, hey, bitch, you know what? I'm going to fucking tell you. <laughs> or because I'm literally being paid to speak my mind and be blunt. But, you know, it's kind of like an advanced or like an enhanced, I would say, not advanced, an enhanced um, it's a pressure version cooker. of yourself. Yeah. 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 Because normally what I, what I fight, no, I just leave. I have nowhere to go. <laughs> so, I don't like you. I will say, I'm interested to see because obviously I get into a few tidbits. You see me storm off one type, smashing a table. That'll be fun. <laughs> flips table mid-interview. I tried. I tried. Okay, I don't know if they're going to show this, but I tried to flip the table because I wanted to be like Teresa Giudice from Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> but it was nailed. It was nailed to the ground. And I <laughs> I went, yeah. <laughs> I threw a fit. I just smashed the table. Storm off. <laughs> Too heavy. <laughs> no, but it was funny. There's. A, I'm excited to see funny stuff. So I'm just crying. But I would think like someone like you, with your knowledge, would be so good to have it. Even as like um, what is it like a uh, a coach for like maybe an event that we could all go through or like some kind of like growth activity. I was always to- I, okay. So this is not like me being like, eh, but it's like as a kid in high school and college. I don't know why, but people always felt very, very open. They were always very, like, forthcoming if they had a bad time or were going through some depressing shit. And Mm -hmm. I always was very, like, the person someone talked to when they needed to talk through their therapeutic shit, but they didn't want to go to a therapist. I was almost a therapist back in the day. Like, Well, you're a very easy person to talk to. You you give zero judgmental energy. That's the deadpan. That's just the deadpan. Me at the bar. (laughs) Me talking to friends. Yeah. Me me on Twitch, on the other hand. Ah, oh, yeah. But like. (laughs) Oh, yeah, of course. Well, you can't be like this 24-7. We would have no friends. See, like what you're like in your. um, You have friends? In your shows. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But kind of YouTube is a great example of like it's reality TV is the same. You're just enhanced. That's fair. you're You're on and then you're just normal. Like I'm not screaming this much when i'm not on <laughs> yeah like, but also and to a, a point you had brought up earlier like you're not editing this stuff that makes me scared and not just for like the people on the show like i'm not nervous for you mike i think you did just fine you you i'm you, nervous are you oh there well there oh. is something i obviously i do something at some point in the show that i'm obviously not happy about like with regards to myself on how i handle myself hmm. And then I have like a whole like moment of like realization and I talk about real shit in real life. And like, I like to have like emotional moments on these shows where you're like, you're really being completely vulnerable and I'm having like a full anxiety attack sometimes. Like you, you'll tell like if I'm shaking, I'm like, I'm literally fucking shaking sometimes or you'll look up and you'll see like, you're having these real moments and there's like nine cameras on you. And you're like, oh my God, I'm not going to be in control of how this looks. So that's another layer of anxiety, whether it's good or bad for everyone in the house, I'm sure. No, I, yeah. As <laughs> as a person who can't watch those shows without looking for the edit, you know? <laughs> I don't know if that's how you are when you watch like a RuPaul or, or any sort of housewife, but like. Oh, yes. You, you, like, did they course. dub that over? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Is this in context? Like they used to back in the day with RuPaul, they would put stuff out of order, you know, in the confessionals. And that's why they make everyone wear the same shit. Spoiler yeah. alert. 
Lohan, they used to do that all the time. They made me like me and Jules, the girl, were making it out at a bar and then made it seem like I was making out with the guy Alex the same day when it was two separate clubs. I was in two separate outfits and Jules had fully left before Alex even got there. Like she was already kicked off the show where they edited it into one episode where it's like, Mike is a two timing piece of shit. And I'm like, that is not those weeks in between that. <laughs> what are you talking about? So it is nerve-wracking to be like what they pull out of their ass, but then what do you want to be the person who blames it on the edit? Like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't do that because then people are like, ah, bullshit. Anyway. Yeah. But I feel like I'm not that worried because if I have like a, oh, Mike overreacted or Mike got too drunk and made a fool of himself, I don't feel like any of my audience will be shocked. <laughs> you you are a very boisterous personal. And that's that's what I appreciate about you is that you are um for lack of a better term, wild on camera, but like mm. in a good controlled way. You know, you know what you sound like. You know what you look like. Like that's, that's probably my favorite skill that I've learned from being on the internet is knowing how to at least compose yourself. You know, oh, and know you. how you sound. Oh, I was talking about myself. No, that wasn't a no, but, for you. No. no, but it is. I'm listening. I'm relating. <laughs> I'm relating. I'm but it is a skill because you have to edit yourself. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like I know exactly. Like it's when you're filming, do you ever say and do things already knowing how you're going to edit it, and that's why you do it and say it like that? Oh, absolutely. And when you're oh, yeah. and I'll film with Christopher, you know, my partner, and I will try to edit him sometimes. And I don't think he see he doesn't have that same scope. He doesn't have that same vision. You know, he's not editing it. He's just saying uh -huh. things, not knowing if it's going to be funny or kept in. And I'm just like, let's do it this way. Because then it'll edit together better this way, and you can kind of become yeah. a producer. You literally become yeah. a producer, and I, I could I do that the same. That's why I like making content with Mac because we don't have to produce each other. We just know we are on the same sync with that. That's why mm -hmm. I like the the podcast. Um, uh, but it's kind of like whenever I collab with people who don't, aren't YouTubers and don't really get it, I'm not as talkative because I feel like I spend more time producing them to do what I want them to do. <laughs> Sure. No, I get that. But even like, yeah. even like something like, like a podcast, for instance, if you're doing it with like a, you're not a new person, obviously, but like, I, I know like how you will answer something or I know how you'll react to something. And so like, there's an yeah. easier conversation that's had there where we mm -hmm. can talk about things that might be traumatic or sexual or silly and just like the vibe's going to be there. You know, it's harder to work with someone maybe even like remotely or, or, send someone content that you're supposed to like put together, you know, you don't know what the tone's going to be like. You don't know what it's going to feel like until it's produced. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, every situation is different. Just like relationships. Amp. Oh, <laughs> everything. Full well, yeah. Just like, well, like think about it. Think about how a Skype date would go versus a date in real life where you could actually read the pe like, person's facial expressions, touch them, like mm -hmm. smell them. All the different senses are heightened. Of course it's a different thing. You know what I, don't I mean? Know. So. I don't know. A Skype date. I can see your Christmas tree during our Skype date. And I don't know. And what? <laughs> if this is a problem, tell me now. I won't waste my time. <laughs> is that a red flag or a green flag? <laughs> I think it's a green flag. He's fun. That's what that says to me. Does the tree have a name, Mike? No. <gasps> no, it's really good. I don't I don't claim her. That's not my that's Mikey's tree. My roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I paid for it, but he's one who put it up. It just until he puts it down. It's, I'm not wasting a whole afternoon doing that. It will sit oh there. My oh my god, Mike. Um, is there any other tidbits or special uh, surprises we should expect with your upcoming television show before we move into the last little segment, which is just kind of fun and silly? Oh, I guess keep an eye out because it's not the last one. That's so cryptic. That's so cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So cryptic. <laughs> So keep an eye out. There's be more trips to grandma prison's basement rehab, whatever. <laughs> Excited. Well, congrats then. And I look forward to Thanks. I have not watched an MTV show in a bit. And so yeah, me too. It's fine. No, I'm gonna watch this one though. <laughs> I have I have to I have to watch this one. I know people on it. No. Um <laughs> I wish you luck on the show, regardless. Um, I know you're gonna be hilarious. And I hope it's not too much trauma. But the least amount Thank of you. trauma, hopefully, you go through today is this last segment that I want to do something silly where I'm calling, uh, I'm just going to call it Smash or Pass Mascot Edition. I had people send in mascots, and I want you to tell me if they would be a smash or a pass. Would If you were on uh, X on the Beach with this person, would you okay. get it on or not? Okay. 
Okay. I will fuck mo- almost anything. So let's go. Captain Crunch. Smash. That mustache. <laughs> that mu- what's, you ever hear, hear that song, Keep Riding Me? Like I love that song. Your I love that song. mustache tickles my nutsack, baby. You, you know me. Me. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> and I love that cereal. So smash. Smash the house down. Even the, So you want his crunch berries. You want those oh. crunchy ass crunch berries in the back of your mouth, tearing apart your mouth. Slap in the back. Of, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Milk first or like cereal? Milk first or cereal? Cereal. Cereal always first. Okay, good. You don't get a full bowl without it. Good. Mm. The green giant. Green giant. He's 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 the 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 jolly green giant. The pea. Guy. He's on like vegetables. Oh, vegetables. Pass. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say pass because okay. I never heard of her. Sorry to this man. I do <gasps> not know this man. Never heard of her. I totally know. It's like a giant green person in a. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. Do right you have to Google now. this? One? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I would say smash because I like. Have you heard of macrophilia? Microphilia. Microphilia. Have you ever had? Well, no. Well, no. So it's like people into size play. It's a kink. It's a kink. It's like people that are into giants or like. Oh, smash! (laughs) Oh, I'll fuck him down. You didn't tell me. Oh, fuck, smash, daddy. Yeah. Okay. Come on. I I need realness. You want to? You want to give up that green bean stock? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd, okay. I'd climb that all the way to heaven. Let's go. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I'm not intentionally just choosing uh, male presenting mascots. How about, oh, I don't, oh, God. Have you played Five Nights at Freddy's? Is it the one that looks like a scary bird? The girl? Yes, yes. Yeah, no. She goes, no. Oh. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> it looks like it would hurt. And I'm, I don't know why I'm thinking of like, actually That's fucking fair. a robot. That's but it fair. looks like I feel, I feel like I would get caught in something. I feel like if I did have foreskin, if I went in there, I might come out circumcised. <laughs> I didn't mean to Tell think me I'm about wrong. That. Tell me I'm wrong. She's got sharp teeth, right? Um, she's got a lot of sharp bits, but she's got a cupcake. Well, she's got a cupcake. Okay, Fuck I could me. eat that. Fuck me. I could do. A, <laughs> <laughs> me. I could do oral. I'll oral, but I'm not penetrating it. How's that? Okay. Uh, okay. Sounds good. Um, how about Gritty? Oh, I'd fuck the shit out of Gritty. Smash! Really? I'd fuck the shit out of Gritty. Really? Little hairy, little, little hairy nugget. Hell yeah. You know he's caked up for days. You, the eyes don't bother you, Mike? No, I want you to look into my soul. The eye, the eye, but the eye, the eye. Oh, you can't really see that. I know what Gritty looks like. I know what Gritty looks like. Gritty, I will smash you down. Missionary, look right into my eyes. Okay, well, <laughs> not all of the the opinions brought to brought to the table by by Mike today is is going to be appreciated. Um, wow, wow! Tell me why you hate gritty. I, it's the eyeballs. I don't need that staring at me as I'm getting fucked. I don't need those 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 dead Jim Henson, Kermit the Frog, but hairier. No, and bigger See, than me. Fucking I'm used me. to people mm-hmm. watch. I'm back in the day of people watching me have sex while they were on Molly. So I'm used to big eyes staring oh, at me. Oh my God. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think I already know the answer to this one. Um, Bowser. From Mario. Bowser. Honestly, I think I might pass Bowser. I know it's going to shock you. I feel like he'd be too rough. I feel like he would be too rough. Pink shaming. Okay, no, no. It's I'm, the leather, no. right? You can't take the leather? He's not wearing leather. He's got bands. He's in a He's shell. Got... He's in a shell. Of emotion. He just wants okay. to open up to you, Mike. He just wants to open up to you, Mike. Of emotion? Fuck you, Amp. <laughs> I feel like you guys would be able to relate. No, I feel like he, first of all, I feel like he's the top, and I'm not much of a bottom. Okay. I respect, see, I respect that, but, like, also, you get, you get, you you get read for the opposite a lot, right? People think I'm a bottom and I'm not saying I'm not. I try. It's not that I can't. It's just I get triggered and I feel like Bowser would be a very triggering top. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I don't feel like he's somebody that I could ride like an inflatable pool because I'm a hippopotamus. <laughs> like the <but> he... <laughs> Okay, so you want someone that's a bit more cuddly, a yeah. bit more a bit more yeah. If fuzzy, I'm gonna maybe. bottom for you, you have to be nice and willing to work through it. <laughs> so Tony the Tiger. Yes, I need to be hugged afterwards. <laughs> I need a hug. He's probably He's great. gonna tell me I'm great. 
You heard about him, uh, like kink shaming the furries, right? Tony the Tiger. Yeah, yeah. What? The furries started tweeting at Tony the Tiger, and Tony played into it, and it wasn't good. Oh God! This, it's well, a Brand's, whole, it's a whole thing. Brands try to play on Twitter, and sometimes they get a little too dangerous. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think yeah. I think Wendy's is the only one that's ever done it right because they troll people. Well, you need to be a gay. You need to be gay who runs those social media accounts. If you're straight, you're going to be problematic and you're going to fuck it up. It needs to be a queer person running those things. Agreed. Well, speaking of, the Wendy's girl, as an adult, she's 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 of age. She's old enough. The Wendy's, do you know who I'm talking about? I do know with those fucking pony, like those fucking bar like handle the pigtails. Hell yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, mm, mm, I'd say smash. I'd say smash. Okay. I'd say smash. Okay. I'm going to say smash. <laughs> she's probably sarcastic. I bet she does their social media. If she's like she is on Twitter, when definitely, definitely smash. If yeah, she's got want, that personality. I want someone to read me every once in a while. Yeah, yeah I want you to like, I kind of like a, a, a woman that kind of makes you fight for it. And I feel like she would ride you and demean you at the same time. And I'm kind of into that. See, Mike, this is why I want to see you get in the same room with like a dom. Even if for a video. And just like... <laughs> Make me some kinky cocktails. I oh my god, me trying to make a cocktail while 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 Mr. Christopher has me tied up, trying to make a cocktail. Mike, you de you de you deserve a kink. You deserve a kink. The episode right. You itself. deserve a kink. The episode. Oh my itself. god. You remember back in the day? I watched her videos back in the day when you could make a five minute long video, make one cocktail, and you were done. Maybe hurt. Yeah. Now Bitch. you have to have at least fifteen minutes or something. It's 15, 15, 20 minutes and I'm making whole bar menus and it's expensive. I'm like, this bitch used to make one cocktail a day. What the fuck? I'm, I mean, case in point, you have an entire like behind you. It's just your... And I bought and it all. I know, I know. And you're not drinking it right now. So it's no. just sitting there. And I thought it would help me in my taxes. Can I be completely candid on you? Because I'm probably going to talk Mac about this. Bitch, I did my taxes this year. Thirty thousand dollars. Don't I say that. Pay. Don't say that because I'm scared. Because this is my 30... first year. My first well, year full time. Also, also remember, I did some TV stuff and that's not taxed. I know, I know, I know. And none of it is. Twitch, <laughs> none of it is. YouTube, yeah, TikTok. YouTube, if there's such TikTok, a thing. All of it. All of it. And I'm like thirty thousand dollars. I'm like, that's a car. That's a down payment on a house. What the fuck? <laughs> I literally called Max screaming, and Max was more. So I oh, I bet. I oh, bet. I bet. Oh, he calls me. We're like, bitch, and I'm like, you too. <sighs> like we, and people are like, why are you guys so depressed in your podcast? I'm like, <laughs> taxes, the government. Yes, yes. And then getting yelled at by you guys online about how we're not perfect every day of our lives. Oh yeah, you guys. So make sure everybody's listening to this. Like. If you in the arms of sing for me, the angels sing. In the oh no oh yeah no yeah, no yeah, that was yep, it. Yep. In the arms, of ladies and gentlemen. The remember that when you're watching your favorite content creator, they have to pay most of their brand money in taxes. So if you like them and you want to support them, you don't need to necessarily pay, like their videos, comment on their videos, bills all year, share their videos. <laughs> What is that? Can you come make us a set? I'm serious, Amp. We what is this? I don't build things. I just have a, I have this? a sound. I just have a soundboard that lets me do voices. That's really it. Can can you send yeah. me the link to the soundboard? Me oh, and yeah. Mac don't even know how to use SoundCloud. Yeah. I'll give you that link. Oh yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Mike throws his headphones off. Send me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was Attention back in the Mike. cock in New York City all of a sudden. Attention, <laughs> Mike, please report to the principal's office. Uh, we found your stash of porn. No, kidding. <laughs> they did once. They <gasps> did. I, <laughs> I remember to this day, they used to bring dogs in. We would do drug tests in our school because oh. we had a lot of drugs at our school. Oh. I remember one year we get the alarm that all the teachers were like, keep the kids in the rooms. The dogs are going out to check everyone's lockers. Bitch, I bowed through that fucking door because I had so much pot in my locker. Oh, I had to run and I flushed it. <laughs> and they were, I got in trouble, but they didn't actually they didn't physically it. see they, it or catch oh. it. So I got in less trouble than I would have because I was selling drugs.
Y'all, if you want, if you want, if you want this and more, the chaos, the stories, this is my subtle segue into the end of the podcast here. Mike, where can people follow you? You can find me everywhere at MikeMGTV. And you can find me everywhere at PupAmp, but this has been What's the Safe Word, or What's Your Safe Word? We have What's the Safe Word. We're going to do a podcast with Mike over on their end uh, right after this. But Mike, please just tell everyone what you're doing, where they can find you beyond just like your social media. Because like you're everywhere. What are you doing? What's next? I'm everywhere on, well, I'm tuned into MTV. Uh, There's some fun things in the future on Paramount Plus. Uh, but I'll be sure to let everybody know everywhere um, on my social media at MikeMGTV. There's nothing really else going on. On Messy Pod with Mac, I have a podcast with him. Amp is uh, regular for that. And we're going to do something fun. I have some fun questions that I'm going to pick your brain a little oh, bit about oh, over there. I also want to talk about semen cocktails. That's what I wish you, you know were what? for. You know what? There's, there's a cook. Okay, go go listen to the pod. I've got opinions. I've got That's opinions. How we're going to start it there. Yeah. We're going to okay. start it there. I, you better be there or you come for the semen cocktails come f- afterwards oh. because the content yeah no okay anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you next time bye, bye. <laughs> chaos that right. was great that was perfect that was good right, have- at, right an hour so you need to okay. pee you need to pee no I'm good okay I'm gonna stop it on my end here so don't say anything bad <laughs>